if you experience a crisis in your organization, um, that moment can be extraordinarily revealing about how deep the roots of self-management you know, have become. Um, because what I see in, in a moment of crisis is organizations going two different ways. Um, one is to fall back on old ways, right? Is like in crisis, we suddenly become self-protective. We suddenly become fearful. And we say, okay, now, you know, um, it's time to, to stop the niceties. And, you know, we need to go back and making, you know, a few decisions from the top. You know, it's time for people at the top to, you know, be in charge again and, you know, take their responsibilities and make a number of things happen. Um, you know, that's one way to go about it. Um, another way for those who've deeply ingrained the understanding of self-management, you know, that is to the contrary, the one moment where, you know, you, you're convinced more than ever that what you need is the collective intelligence and the contribution of the largest amount of people, um, you know, to surpass that, um, uh, you know, that crisis. Um, let me, uh, let me give you a few examples. Um, at Bürtzorg, um, there was a moment kind of early on in their journey um, where they were suddenly confronting a cash problem. Like they were starting up so many new nursing teams and, you know, nursing teams in the beginning don't make money. Um, in the beginning, they, they, they sort of cost money. And they were growing so quickly that, you know, that, you know they were starting to run out of cash. And um, so that was sort of a crisis moment for, for them. And um, Jean de Bloch doubled down on um, you know, the process of collective intelligence and simply shared with all of the nurses his predicament. We basically have two choices. Should we slow down growth? Or is there a way to increase productivity that within you know, the 40 hours that a nurse works, say, instead of trying to build 55 hours, we try to build 60 hours. You know, would, that, would that be possible? And he just laid it out to all the nurses. And there's a lot of conversation. And basically what came out of it was nurses saying, like, no, like if people need our care, we cannot stop growing. If nurses want to join our way of working, we cannot stop that. So yes, we will increase our productivity. Right? And he didn't oppose it. He didn't decide on it by himself to slow down growth. He just you know, used process of collective intelligence. Um, I talk about, in the book, about this beautiful story at Favi, you know, this automotive supplier, um, when the first Gulf War happened and suddenly the, um, the orders for cars just plummeted, how they, you know, instead of secretly making up decisions and firing temp workers, he had, you know, everybody stopped the machines, you know, Garner in one corner of the factory and addressed everybody and they collectively you know, found within, I don't know, half an hour, an hour, I don't remember, like they found a solution to the problem that, you know, was just simply amazing. So he sort of doubled down on, you know, trusting people and, you know, the, the collective intelligence of the organization. So this is a real choice point for you, right? And I think it's very reflective of, you know, how deeply, you know, you've, you've understood self-management. You know, do you go back to the old ways because in some way you feel like you know, that's what needs to happen. You know, somebody just needs to call the shot. Um, or you know, will you actually double down on, on self-management?
Um, if needed to, I would urge you to talk to um, somebody external, um, you know, of course, some of your colleagues um, or a coach to help you sort out these, you know, these two instincts that might exist at the same time with you. Um, now, I want to add two things about crisis that are maybe a bit more philosophical. Um, the first thing that I've noticed is that quite some people talk about crisis when it's actually not really a crisis. Um, but it's simply, uh, you know, something that slows down, for instance. You know, we used to grow a lot and now we simply, you know, have stopped growing. Is that a crisis? And I remember having that conversation with one organization. And, um, you know, if, if we accept that the organization is a living organism, then it responds to laws of living organisms, right? And one of these laws is that you have periods of growth and periods of regeneration. Right. The, the metaphors of the seasons, I think, is a very beautiful metaphor, right? You have, you know, spring and summer where you grow like crazy, where, you know, things are developing. But then you also have autumns and winters where things slow down, where things sometimes even seem to be, seems to be dying. Um, and that's just a natural part of the cycle of regeneration, right? Actually, what happens in the winter is that a lot of things invisibly are preparing you know, to grow up in the next spring. And, and so my question to you would be, you know, is this really a crisis that you're facing? Or could it simply be that, you know, you're one of these phases of regeneration? And what a, does that have to teach you? Is there value in slowing down? Is there value in, in pausing? You know, what is it that is secretly, you know, invisibly getting prepared um, in this phase of your, you know, of the, the organization's life? Uh, a second thought about this is, um, could you hold whatever crisis you have, whether it's a real one or not, um, with some lightness? Right? Um, if we truly believe that you know, the organization is moved by its own purpose, you know, then you, know, you cannot control everything. You know, the organization's purpose, you know, will find its own way to deal with things. Um, and, you know, stop carrying all of that weight on your shoulders, right? Um, there's just, you know, a breath of life, you know, that is beyond what you can understand and what you can master. So the best you can do is to try to dance with the organization, try to, you know, care for it as, as lovingly as you can and, you know, and, and try to make it healthy and flourishing. Um, but there are th some things that are beyond your control. And can you hold that with a bit of lightness? Right? Because if you think about it, um, it with this change of paradigm, you know, ultimately what really matters is the purpose, not the organization, not the survival of your organization or the survival of your team in the organization of your unit. Um, and so maybe even this organization you know, will die, um, but all of its constituent parts might reassemble in some other place to help that purpose in some better way, right? So, you know, if the organization is a living entity, um, you know, then life is part of it and maybe even death is part of it. Um, and what really matters is the purpose and you don't have to wear, you know, have all the weight on the shoulder of the organization's survival. Your role is simply to listen and to care as much as you can. Perhaps you've noticed 
There is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.